Welcome to Wedding Happy Hour, a Southern Bride podcast. I'm Shara Myers. And I'm Lindsay Neighbors. We are editors at Southern Bride Magazine and southernbride.com. Wedding Happy Hour is a fun place where we get together with our favorite drink of choice, champagne of course, and where we interview industry experts for helpful tips, talk with brides and couples that are planning their wedding, and even chat with them after their I do's for their personal experiences. We will also do what we do best during wedding happy hour and table talk with the Southern Bride Tribe on current and upcoming trends and how we really feel about them and if we think they're here to stay or not. So sit back, sip on a little something as we get into today's show. Hey guys, it's Lindsay here and I am so happy to be with you all today for a little mini-sode where I am going back into the Southern Bride archives. Um, A few years ago, I had the pleasure of chatting with the one and only Randy Finoli. You know him from TLC Say Yes to the Dress. And I had the pleasure um, of speaking with him because he had a new book coming out. And so I got to chat with him, ask him some questions. And he is just so amazing and has such an infectious personality, which of course we see on the show. But um, you really hear that um, in our interview. And what you see is what you get. So, um, you know, we always see on the show that he offers tips to brides. He does not hold back. He really shares, you know, his, his thoughts. Um, and we get a lot of that in, um, this interview, which I cannot wait to share. So if you're a bride to be, um, you know, in the search for your gown or just needing some tips, this should really be helpful. Um, he really believes in a bride, you know, staying true to her true self and her true bridal style. And so I can not wait for you to hear a little about what Randy has to share. So um, sit back, relax, grab your favorite cocktail if you can. I'm sipping on a little champagne myself and enjoy. Here's Randy. When a bride schedules her first appointment, do you suggest she do her homework on styles and designers she's interested in or do you suggest she arrive with an open mind? Um, I suggest that she does her homework Mm -hmm. and pulls out styles and um, images of dresses that she likes, as you said, like designers and whatnot, mm-hmm. and keep an open mind as well. And just right. realize that, you know, it may be something that you like, but it may not look good on you, or you may try on something different that you had never thought of. Right. Um, but it's always good to at least have kind of a direction to start. Right. Um, but it's also good as as we both said to keep an open mind because you never know. Exactly. So you try it on. Exactly. It differently and you just don't know. True. Very true. They'll, they'll come in and say, I want, you know, I don't like strapless. I don't like lace. I don't like beading. And then they end up with a strapless lace. Like, oh, I know. That happens all the time. So open mind is always yeah. good. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. We have a young lady in our office who is starting to look for gowns, and one question she had was, what undergarment should she take along when going to try on gowns? Should it be a strapless bra, or should she take a few options in case she tries on various styles? Um, I I would probably do um, strapless if she has. Um, They um, make sure it's white. Right. That's my number one pet peeve is when they come in with black. That's so true. And they're trying on white dresses. Unless she's fully busted and she needs that support from a strapped, you know, if she's going to be wearing, you know, she's going to be wearing straps for her wedding day. I don't know if she's really busty. Mm -hmm. You know, then she'll she'll need to find a gown that's going to support her with that. Or the bridal salon. Um, Usually the bridal salons provide, um, they have bras at the salon. Okay. They, you know, but, um, you know, 
her to go ahead and wear the strapless if she has it, but they usually have, like, bustiers at the bridal salon. Great, that's true. Most bridal salons do. True. Okay. Um, I believe you touch on this in your book, but many brides um, have their mind dead set on a specific style. However, that may not best fit her body type. How do you handle a situation like this and help a bride realize that another style will be more flattering to her shape? You know, um, I try my hardest. Um, I don't always win the battle. Um, I, you know, sometimes the bride will put on a dress and it's absolutely magnificent uh-huh. and she likes it. And then she puts on another dress and I think, okay, um, <laughs> she, you know, her stomach is pooching out right. and whatever, you know, and, and she's tearing up and saying, oh my God, this is the dress of my dreams. Oh. I love it, love it, love it. And I put her in front of the mirror and I'm like, okay, now I want you to really take a good look at this and turn sideways and take another good look at it and what do you think? And she's like, I love it, I love it, it's my uh, dress, it's my dress. Well, goodness. you know, what am I supposed to say? Right. So people ask me all the time, would you ever lie to a bride? I'm like, yes, I would. You know, if she says, you know, this dress makes me feel more beautiful than anything I've ever put on before, then what am I supposed to say? Right. You know, because I think the most important thing, even above how you look is how you feel in the dress. Exactly. I mean, if, you, if you look beautiful, if you feel awful, then it's going to show on your face. Right. And, and you're going to be uncomfortable your entire wedding day. So I think it's more important to find a dress that makes you feel beautiful. True. That's so great. And as I said, you know, I often lose the battle. <laughs> but I don't have, you know, three hours or, you know, or an hour right. on the sofa. Right. To get her to see her body differently. Right. You know, I do my best. That's true. That's true. Um, what are some questions you may ask a bride in order to define her bridal style and help select gowns that fit the style she envisions? Um, well, well the first question I'm asking is her budget. Right. Um, you know, because I need to know, you know, that's going to narrow it down. And then, um, you know, ask her what kind of silhouette she's looking for. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I may ask questions about the venue or, you know, what's the theme, if she has a theme, if it's like country chic or if it's bohemian or if it's very formal um, and she wants something blinged out or if it's a princess Cinderella, you know, at a castle, you know, or if it's in a barn that's more rustic but she wants to go rustic chic. Right. You know, what is really her vision of what it's going to look like? That, that's really going to help me a lot as well. Um, I had one bride that um, was in tears and the consultant came to me and she said, the bride's crying in my room. And I'm like, what's wrong? She said, Randy, you need to come talk to help me with this. Okay. And I went in and I said, what's going on? And she said, I've been, this is my seventh bridal salon and I could not find a wedding dress for my wedding. And I said, well, what's the problem? And she said, well, I'm getting married in a barn and I can't find a dress that I like that fits with the barn. And I said, well, you know, how do you, what do you, what do you see yourself wearing? She said, well, I like bling, but that's not going to go with the theme. Uh-huh. And I said, I said, give me a second. So I went and pulled a dress that I thought would fit her body, completely blinged out, beautiful, gorgeous dress by Monique Louvier, uh-huh. and said, try this on. And she started crying. She goes, oh, my gosh, after she put it on. She said, I love this dress. I love this dress. And I said, then wear it. Yeah. And throw a chandelier up in the middle of the barn yeah. and make it work. You yeah. know, I said, that's what you do. I said, it doesn't, you don't have to get a dress that looks like it belongs in a barn. Right. <laughs> you know, I've seen brides get married on the beach. And, you know, they're not going to wear just a little slip dress. Right. Every, I've seen three weddings on the beach, and one was wearing a Herrera um, 
gown. There was satin petals. One was wearing an Oscar de la Renta, and the other one was wearing a Panina Tornay. Uh-huh. And they were not beach wedding dresses. They right. were dresses that they felt beautiful in. Right. That is such a great tip. Just go with what you feel good in. Yeah, and, and then make it work. Right. You know? Um, as you know all too well, as you know all too well, friends and family often accompany the bride during her appointments and fittings. What is a good number of friends and family to bring along so that it does not get too crowded or opinionated? Um, the amount that you can handle. And hang on one second. Sure. Oh, okay. 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 That's what I should say. Um, um, I think you know. Here's I'm, this is where I. I'm going to give a little tough love. Uh-huh. Um, I think if someone thinks they're mature enough to get married and start a family, then I think that they should be mature enough to be able to handle a bridal appointment. Right. And when I say that, what I mean is, you know, if you have a conversation, I told this to one of the um, Skype sessions I had today with one of the brides. I said, you, you know, she said, I'm worried about my entourage not liking the dress that I like. I said, well, then that's going to be your fault. I said, you need to have a conversation with them and let them know that it is an honor to accompany you to this bridal appointment. Mm-hmm. And, I, and you need to let you need to lay down the ground rules. You know, like, number one, my budget's 1000 So unless you're willing to put in another $9,000, do not go for a $10,000 dress. Right. You know, number two, I don't want to look like Cinderella. I want this, a slimmer silhouette. You know, I'm not 16 years old, so don't go pulling a little sweet 16 poofy ball down. Uh-huh. You know, that's in tool that is going to envelop me and that I don't want to wear. Uh-huh. You know, it's not my vision, it's yours. I want my vision for my wedding day. Number three, you know, I'm very self-conscious about my hips. But when I'm on the pedestal standing in front of 30 other people in the bridal salon in a three-way mirror, don't say, damn, that dress makes your hips look wide, <laughs> because I'm going to start bawling and end up in the, in the dressing room in tears. Yes. You know, so... Yeah, I think it's about having a conversation with these people and letting them know that this is what you expect from them at this bridal appointment. And I think that and what the bride said, well, I, I'm going to have a problem with that because I, I'm, and I said, well, you better just grow up and deal with it. Right. This, this is life. And if you, and once again, if you think you're mature enough to get married, this is life. That's so it's true. It's a part of it. It's about taking control of your appointment and your entourage and letting them know that this is your wedding, and it's your vision. It's not theirs. Right. Right. That is such great advice. I mean, getting married, so well. you got to grow up. Well, thank goodness, <laughs> thank goodness most, most brides don't take it. Otherwise, we wouldn't have a show. True. <laughs> Very you true. You know, that's why we have a show. Right. They don't have this conversation. They get there, and it's like, oh, your budget, um, I, 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 5000 I thought we said it was going to be 1000 you oh. know. And suddenly there's just you know, drama. Yeah. And that's the way it goes. Never anyway. a dull moment. <laughs> Never. Um, is there, no. is the trend of having a gown for your wedding and one for your reception still going strong or has this trend subsided in our bride sticking with just one gown these days? Um, I think it depends on the bride, but I think it's still, I think it's, it, it, I think it's still going strong for those that can afford it. Uh-huh. Um, you know, I think it's, um, for me, I, I'm, I'm a traditional, it's not like one wedding dress, right. you know, and I think spend, spend it, I mean, how long are you going to be in it? Right. You know, it's one day, you know, really find a dress that you love and wear it. But, however, with that being said, you know, sometimes, you know, if there's an after-after party, uh-huh. you know, where the grown-ups are gone and it's going to be more like a club-like theme and, and your dress just doesn't fit in with that and you want to change, then you might want to, but here's my whole 
um, concern with changing wedding dresses is that you know, how long is the typical rece- um, reception? You would probably know this better than I actually. I mean, I probably a few hours. Yeah. So you're going to change dresses. So let me see. You've got to gather up your bridal party, you know, your girls and your maid of honor and whoever's going to help you and whatever. And you're going to have to get your hotel room key or whatever and get on the elevator and go up to your room. And, of course, the first thing you want to do is do a toast and, and a glass of champagne. And then you're going to have to get out of your dress. And then you want to touch up your makeup. And then you're going to have to get into the new dress and you're going to have to use the restroom and blah, blah, blah. And by the time you know it and, and you get back on the elevator and go back downstairs and you've left your wedding for an hour or your reception for an hour. That's so you right. really missed out on, you know, uh, maybe a quarter of your reception. That's right. So is it really worth it just to put on a fashion show? Uh-huh. I mean, I just don't think it's, you know, I think that what you need to look at what's really important is it about, you know, showing off that, oh, I can have two dresses uh-huh. or is it really about being present at your wedding? It's kind of, Kind of the same thing about tweeting. Right. In my opinion, I'm, I'm <laughs> tweeting. It's like, are you going to live life or tweet about it? You know, it's hard. Yes. It's a, it's a fine, it's a fine balance. I mean, I have to be on Twitter and, and social media, and it's really challenging for me because mm-hmm. I don't have a publicist to do that for me or somebody that tweets for me. Uh-huh. So it's like, I, you know, I can't tweet as often as somebody that can afford it. You know, and it's like, well, am I going to? You know, I was just in Paris a couple weeks ago, and oh my gosh, I've got like you know, a thousand photos probably. Uh-huh. Like, and, you know, I only tweeted a couple of like fake because I was living in the moment. Right, and you, you know, have and to. I, I have, yeah, and you have to have those memories. So, you know, same thing with the wedding. Are you going to be in the moment or are you going to, you know, do a fashion show for everybody? I don't think anybody, I, I don't think it really, anybody is really going to, I mean, yeah, they're going to say, oh, look at that beautiful second dress, and boom, it's over. I think they would rather you just enjoying yourself and having a good time. Oh, my God, did you see how much fun that was? Uh-huh. Instead of, oh, we're so impressed that she had a second dress. I don't think, you know I mean, really? Right. Uh, I think it's, uh, for me, it's sometimes can be a little pretentious even. Right. Uh, that's a strong word. But right. I, I agree. Kind of the word. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, since this wedding will be, or since this um will be featured in our winter-spring 2016 issue. I have to ask, what are a couple of trends we will be seeing in 2016, and is there a new designer we should keep our eye on? Oh, gosh. Um, there are so many new designers. Um, are any new trends that you think we'll really be seeing a lot of, or have they made a big change or not so much? Let me think. Um... You know, I don't know that those have been determined. Okay. Too early to tell. (laughs) Yeah, it's a little too early to tell. Um, I don't know if, like, the movie Cinderella is going to have an impact. Right. You know, bridal gowns. I don't know if, um, I mean, I can tell you um, that, uh, and I say this a lot, that really the trend is that every single bride wants to look different from every other bride. Right. So, you know, kind of everything is trending right now. Like you can do, you know, it really depends on your wedding. You can be traditional. You can be, you know, super sparkly and blinged out. You can be bohemian. You can mm-hmm. be country chic. You can, you know, be um, trendy. You can really do anything you want. You can be like um, very chic and, and dramatic with your dress or very understated. Uh-huh. Um, it really just depends on what you want to say about 
who you are as a bride and right. what you want your guests to see. So I kind of think that, that there's kind of a little bit of everything today, which is right. it, it's great for brides to have such a selection, but um, it's also, um, you know, they have to really know who they are and what they want going in. Right. You know, keep, keep that focus on that. Otherwise, they, they could really get lost and get overwhelmed True. In, in the sea of wedding dresses. But I think um, trends, I mean, um, shorter trains, mm-hmm. you know, are a trend because brides don't want to carry around that big muscle all night during the reception. Right. I think they're thinking more about the reception rather than the ceremony. So they're not thinking, oh, I want this big long train when I walk down the aisle. They're thinking, well, I want to party all night and that's going to be so heavy. I think really low backs, you know, are still in. Uh-huh. And that, that, that's because straps are in. Mm-hmm. Um, with a strapless gown and the straps and yokes and whatever, it support a low back because with a strapless dress, you can't do a low back. It won't stay up. Right. Um, I think um, dramatic silhouettes are in. Um I mean, gosh, so many, I know. Is there a style yeah, that you particularly yeah, love? Or a, is, there, is there a style or trend that you just really, like, love? I'm sure you love them all, but... <laughs> you know, I have to be honest with you. I really love all of them. And it really comes down to each specific bride. When, uh, when a bride comes in and she's a bohemian bride and she puts on this dress, I'm right. like, oh, my God. That's right, it. I love it. I'm gonna bride the princess. She comes on a princess bride. She comes on puts on this big ball gown. Like, oh my god, this is it. Uh-huh. Like, I love the trend that really represents who the bride is. So I love all of them. I'm right, they have such a great selection. Um, I do like gowns that are visually beautiful, um, 360 degrees. You know, uh-huh. the designer has really sought out the gown from all angles. So right. When she's you're looking at it from the front or the back, but aside, it always looks beautiful. Right. Great. Um, when we think of iconic, famous brides in their gowns, who comes to your mind as your all-time favorite? Um, I would say um, Kate Middleton. Yes. Um, and I used to say Grace Kelly, mm-hmm. um, but I'm going to put Kate over that because Grace Kelly's gown was designed by I want to say Helen Rose, and it was um, a gift from MGM. So she didn't really choose the dress. It was designed for her, oh, okay. a gift to her. Whereas Kate, I think, had a lot of input on her dress. Right. And I think it was grand enough to, you know, be for royalty and stand up to a venue like Westminster Abbey, uh-huh. that it didn't overpower her. I thought that it fit her like a glove. Mm-hmm. I mean, it looked like it was spray painted on her, <laughs> which is very important to me. Um, I think that it was regal enough for somebody marrying a prince, yet, you know, it was just everything about it I thought was just perfection. And, and it, all the details, you know, like her bouquet, I don't think it was too Overpowering, uh-huh. It's, exactly, and, 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 it, and it didn't take away from her beauty. And I think... Every bit of it. The only thing that I would have done differently if I was styling her is I would have, I thought, oh, well, it's a high neck gown. She's got long hair, and it, I don't like hair to lay, lay on the lace uh-huh. of a gown. I think it looks a little messy sometimes, but she said in an interview, I wore my hair down because I never wear it up 
and I wanted William to recognize me when I walked in the right. aisle. That is so, so true. Me, Look like yourself. Yeah, so for me, that was like, okay, well then, it's, it's okay to wear it down for uh-huh. the high neck gown because that, that's why, I mean, she had so much, um, um, I think she was so mature in choosing her dress and the reasons she chose everything. Like, even down to her bouquet, she had a flower. They were all flowers of uh, England uh-huh. and a sprig of myrtle, you know, that was carried by all the royals. And uh-huh. one of the flowers was called Sweet William. Oh, I did not and realize she, that. Yeah, so she put a lot of thought into right. the detail. And I thought that really showed such a, a amount of maturity. And even if she let her sister, you know, they said, oh, my God, you should put in that sexy, sexy dress. Well, you know what? It wasn't that the dress was, like, risque. No. It was co- she was covered up completely. Uh-huh. She's got a great figure. Right. So it showed me the maturity level in Kate saying, you know what, I love my sister, and I want her to look beautiful, too, and right. feel beautiful in her dress. Right. And that said a lot about her, uh-huh. she is the person, and her confidence level, and that she, you know, she's like, I'm marrying a prince, you know, yes, Pippa's going to look sexy, but you know, I'm going to be marrying a prince, so who, who cares? Nobody's going to be taking away from my spotlight. So I think it really said a lot about her maturity. For me, she's one of my favorites. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, just a couple more and we'll be um, finished. Um, okay. What are some helpful tips and things a bride should keep in mind as she selects the bridesmaid's dresses? And do you suggest the same style of dress for each bridesmaid or are different styles best since girls have different shapes? Um, the number one thing to keep in mind is these people are your friends and they do make beautiful bridesmaid's dresses today. So you don't have to put them in ugly dresses. <laughs> You know, they're not going to take away from you, you know, and they should look beautiful and it's only going to make your wedding pictures look beautiful and your wedding look more beautiful. So I think, once again, insecure bride is going to put them in ugly dresses. And um, I do feel, though, there needs to be some kind of continuity, Uh especially with color and fabric. Uh I don't like, I don't like a rainbow wedding. Uh It looks like you just pulled anybody out of the, you know, out of the pew and, you know, put them up there. Um, you know, um, they could be different styles, mm-hmm. um, but I think if the fabric and color are the same, I think it will create a cohesive look that's going to be, you know, that's going to create beautiful pictures and make it a cohesive right. wedding. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um, last but certainly not least, your book, It's All About the Dress, is full of amazing tips and info for brides. If you could pick one secret or piece of advice from your book that you think all brides should know, what would that be? To enjoy this moment. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I say not this moment, this process, the planning of the wedding and the wedding day and walking down the aisle and the entire thing, just enjoy it. You know, and so many of them say, you know, I'm so stressed out. If you're stressed out, go to Vegas and get it over with. You know, go to City Hall. Right. You know, I don't want. I don't want to hear you're stressed out. This is should be one of the most enjoyable moments of your life. Taste that cake, every flavor that you're being served. Mm-hmm. You know, enjoy trying on the wedding dresses. Enjoy the venues. Enjoy picking the colors. Enjoy the time you're spending with your family and loved ones. Mm-hmm. You know, and your bridesmaids, and have fun with the whole process and. And enjoy the wedding day and take moments out of the day 
to enjoy it. And if you're not enjoying it, then what the heck are you doing it for? Right. You know, you really should be enjoying this whole process and not be stressed out. Absolutely. And that's really the essence of the book is to take away the stress. It's to kind of bring it down to, you know, common sense and just, you know, how we can do this and make it make sense out of all of it and make it simple. Right. Right. That is so great. Well, Randy, it has been an absolute pleasure. I cannot tell you. I think you've just really given some just truthful, um, just really great information. And I just think these, I think this will be an awesome piece and they will just really, our readers will just really love it. And um, some things to think about for sure, but really from the heart, I can tell you just truly love you know, what you do and that just is so apparent and everything, every bit of information you've given. So I thank you so much. <laughs> I appreciate it. Thank, thank you. you so much. And Have a great day. thank you. You too. Okay. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining us for Wedding Happy Hour. We hope you've enjoyed today's podcast and don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Southern Bride Magazine and also on Twitter at Southern Bride for updates on the next Wedding Happy Hour podcast plus daily inspiration from southernbride.com. See you next time. Cheers.